Hey guys. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> and welcome to It's a King Thing with Miss Ray. And I'm Ray, of course. How are you? How's everything going? And thank God it's Friday. <laughs> How was your week? Y'all didn't uh, cut up, did y'all? I'm just asking for a friend. Just asking for a friend. So let's talk legal issues today, guys. Because, you know, it's a lot going on. I'm not sure. Are we at the end of times or what? But when I tell you, these folks is cutting a monkey, fool. They are cutting a monkey, fool. So, let's start off with old Alex Murdoch, the former South Carolina attorney and convicted murderer who pled guilty to 22 counts of financial fraud and money laundering. Now, he was a whole attorney. Why are you taking people's money? Why are you... You're supposed to be. <laughs> Let me stop. <laughs> so, you play guilty to 22 counts of financial fraud and money laundering. Now, you're currently serving an LWAP, which is life without parole in South Carolina prison after you unalived your wife and your son. He still proclaims his innocence and is hoping for a new trial. Now, even if by some slim chance in hell, he gets a new trial. After all these charges he just pled guilty to, he's still not getting out of prison. So nobody's really worried because they're like, with the charges that he just pled guilty to, he's liable to be hocked up, hocked up, locked up for years, or as they say, or decades to come. <laughs> Good. I feel no sympathy for him. I feel like this. If you're supposed to be an attorney, you're supposed to be saving people's lives and helping them to avoid, you know, get a fair chance and be found not guilty of the charges and things of that nature. Why on earth are you breaking the law? There are people who dream to have jobs like his in high class, high esteemed law firms and you up here taking money from your clients. I mean, if that's not unethical, I don't know what is. I just, you know, people just tickle me with the shenanigans that they do. And then when they get caught, I didn't do it. You didn't do it. Well, who did it? I'm just asking for a friend. I'm just asking for a friend. You unalived your wife and your son. But, you know, you said you didn't do it. A jury of your peers said you did. I would say that that's it, but we, as we see, that's not always the case. Sometimes when they say a jury of your peers, it don't matter. Sometimes you don't get all the evidence. Sometimes you get a Hail Mary and you come out and get a second chance. I don't know. I don't know if you really did it. A jury of your peers said that you did, and if you did, what you were convicted of doing, you are a low down dirty dog. Yep, and I said what I said. 
I'm just saying. I said what I said. Then we'll talk about this. Now, y'all know I love me some Walmart. Y'all know I love me some Walmart. I go to Walmart before I go to Target because Target is just more expensive and it doesn't have as much of a variety, I feel, as Walmart does. Okay? Now imagine this, you in Georgia at the Wally World and you in there minding your own self business. You ain't bothering nobody. You shopping along and you hear gunshots in the Wally World. You take cover, you run out to save your life only to find out that a young man decided that a young lady should be unalived because he couldn't have her and then he unalived himself as well. What in the world? What in the world? Now, I'm not sure if the young lady worked at Walmart or if she was shopping at Walmart, whatever, whatever the case was. He came into Walmart and unalived her and then unalived himself. It's just it's just ridiculous at the way people are unaliving people with no sense of care in the world because that's how I feel it's like you you don't care you don't care at all you got a man in Chicago linked to unliving four people he died in a car crash there was a 50 year old woman in the car with him and Melina Paloma. They were allegedly engaged. You was in, did you know he unalived them four people? Because if I find out my fiance unalived four people, I'm not gonna be in no car with you. I'm gonna be hiding somewhere hoping the police catch you. That's what I'm gonna be doing. You in the car with him and get on a high speed chase y'all wreck and now y'all both have gone on to glory now your quote-unquote fiance unalived alberto roland zaranda bartholomew and their two boys seven and nine seven and nine why did you feel the need to unalive them children Please explain to me why this woman was with this man at all. What is going on in the world where we don't hold people accountable for what they do or what they did? Better yet, was she involved in the unaliving? Hmm? Because I just can't imagine any rational woman hanging out with a man, whether you loved him or not, that you know just unalive two adults and two children, even if we got over the adult part. Okay. But the unaliving of two children? Nah, I don't I don't understand how you could even be around a man like that. Now allegedly according to her attorney, she was asleep during the time he was unaliving those four people. I just have one question for you. Why does she need an attorney? Why does she need an attorney? What did she possibly do to need an attorney? Hmm? Unless 
she has something to do with the unaliving. I mean, I'm just asking for a friend. Feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't know too many people who was home asleep and needed an attorney because they fiance unalive some people. I could be wrong, but I don't think so. I mean, just somebody helps us out. Tell me, am I wrong? Tell me, do you see it a different way? Because I am not dealing with anybody that unalived anybody. And then I need an attorney. If I, I need an attorney because I'm afraid of going to jail or prison. That's what I need an attorney for, to keep me out. That's your job as my attorney, to keep me out of doing any type of time. Period. What is going on in society? I need somebody to help me understand what is going on in society. I just, the, the, the state of the world is, is just making me sick to my stomach. And then let's talk about, well, first of all, let's talk about the man that broke into the neighbor's house and beat a six-year-old with a bat. Hmm? You heard what I said. This man broke into their neighbor's home and beat the neighbor's child with a baseball bat. Ain't no way in hell. Do you hear? Mm. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Mm -mm. Now let's talk about the 13-year-old girl that was attacked at the McDonald's. Now, <laughs> I had a conversation with some family members just on yesterday talking about this 13-year-old girl. And I'm curious as to, because it wasn't just her, it was her and some of her friends. Now, I refused to watch the video because all I did was see the pictures and I was like, yeah, that looked like that was a little rough. But what was you and your friends doing prior to this beat down that you took? Because some of you 13 year old kids are just very disrespectful. You have no respect for your elders. Hell, you don't have no respect for yourself. What did you say to this woman that made her give you one well-whooped ass. I'm just asking for a friend. Because see, sometimes when you kids get the click and you get the tough talking to Tommy and, and flipping off at the mouth and talking real slick, I'm just asking. I would love to know what, what was going on prior to this woman laying hands on this 13-year-old girl the way she did. I want to see the footage because I just find it hard to believe because 90% of Samoans I've ever met are real mild mannered until you mess with them. They don't bother nobody until you mess with them. And once you mess with them, well, now all bets is off, but that's anybody. So I'm just curious as to where is the footage before the 13 year old girl was attacked her and her friend. Because then the lady turned around and asked for her food. So 
Were y'all taunting her? Like, what were you doing that made this woman turn around and give you a well-whooped tail? Because that tail was whooped real good. I wonder what y'all was doing. Because it wasn't just this one little girl. It was you and two other friends. What was going on that made this woman turn around and tear your tail up? Now, maybe she had a mental health breakdown and she needs psychiatric counseling or something of that nature. Okay, that's possible. That's possible. Or it's possible that you and your friends, or maybe just you, was saying something and being real disrespectful to this woman because we have all seen it. When you kids be talking all disrespectful and horrendously just gross to adults. And people take it. But then you catch that right one and be like, I'm gonna whoop your ass like your mama should have whooped your ass. And that's what happens. Teaching you some respect for your elders. I'm just curious. Where's the footage of before this beatdown happened? I'm just asking for a friend. I bet McDonald's got some footage, which y'all bet. I bet McDonald's got some footage. I want to know what was going on beforehand. Because that's what's wrong with these kids nowadays. They don't have no respect for their elders. Nobody holds them accountable. I'm that crazy woman that'd be like, excuse me, baby, come in and talk to you for a second. Pull your pants up, sweetheart. Pull your pants up. Because don't believe the hype that that is not encouraging gay men to hit on you because it is. I've got several gay friends and they have told me that is exactly what it does. And then you offended when your gay man hits on you. Well, stop showing them your good goods and they'll stop hitting on you. Put your pants up and put them on your waist where they're supposed to be. How about that? Put them on your waist where they're supposed to be. Then you got the sheriff that was ambushed in his car and killed. Just ambushed for just doing his job. Just sitting in a car. Just ambushed. Just sitting in his car. And you just shot him up. Just shot him. Like, I often wonder, people that shoot at inanimate objects, so that's what I call somebody that can't shoot back. Whether it's somebody sitting in a car, whether it's a house, a garage, a bus stop. I feel like you're a punk because you don't give a person the opportunity to shoot back at you. Y'all real brave, but you're the only one with a gun. You're real brave then. <laughs> you're real brave. But well, why don't you go on and join the military where you can go get paid to shoot at people? How about and get taught how to shoot at people? Because 90% of y'all can't shoot. That's why I be shots everywhere. Because you can't shoot. You don't know how to aim and you don't know how to control your gun. Said what I said. I said what I said. Just shooting at people. Just shooting at people. In cars. Don't even know who's in the car. And how about that poor couple. That would. Mm, I just get sick. You're about to say it right now. This poor couple was sitting in the car. 
and their car was shot up. Shot up. I mean, shot up. They died, but their baby, their infant, their one-year-old baby was in the back seat of this car. It wasn't the middle of the night. It wasn't old dark 30 in the morning. It was 6.40 in the evening. And they were sitting out in the car. And a gunman approached and shot into the car several times. I mean, I see five, six bullets in the driver's side window that I can see. I don't know if it was more. You shot that car up so bad and here go to Cold Park. Did you know that baby was inside? Did you care if that baby was inside? Probably not, huh? You probably didn't care. But I bet you, I bet you, I bet you, I bet you, if it was your child, you would be upset. Your brother, you would be upset. I mean, the baby was sitting in the car seat. Just, I mean, the hedge of protection of God was over that child. And as I'm looking at the footage, no, I don't know. Maybe the bullets just went through and out the other window because both the parents were shot and killed. And I'm just sitting here like, wow, you unalive these people. And for what? Exactly, exactly what? They were young, 21 and 18. Hell, he was just legal to, to drink. She wasn't even legal to drink yet. And you didn't unalive them. But when I tell you God had a hedge of protection around that baby, though, man, I can't, I can't even imagine. What is going on with this society today that we're just shooting people, shooting, just shooting and shooting and shooting and shooting? Damn the fallout. But the minute, the minute you get them little silver braces on your arms, then you want to, I'm sorry. You're not sorry. You're only sorry you got caught. Because you thought you weren't going to get caught. You thought you got away with it. You thought everything was groovy and lovely. But it wasn't. You thought you were slicker than castor oil until you got the silver bracelets. And let's be clear about something. If you didn't do it by yourself, the person you did it with, nine times out of nine, <laughs> you heard that, nine times out of nine, they gonna tell. Because they can't do the time. So even if you got away for a little while, if that person gets picked up, if that person grows a conscience, Please believe me when I tell you, they gonna tell, cause they ain't built for that. They not built for that life. They not built for it. 
they say they are until those silver braces come out. And everybody want to sing like Patti LaBelle. Mm-mm. Stop taking these lives that you did not give. You don't have that right. You don't have that right. How dare you? How dare you take a life? What makes you think you got it like that? What makes you think you should be able to take a life that you did not give? Explain it to me. I'll wait. Because, you know, last time I checked, your name was not God. Heck, it wasn't even Jesus or Moses. I'm just saying. What makes you think you have any right to take lives of anybody? How dare you? How dare you? What Pac say? We rape our women to create our women. That's what we're doing now? We're taking lives that we didn't make? Mm. But I tell you, God don't like ugly. And he ain't too fond of pretty. I'm going to say it again. God don't like ugly and he ain't too fond of pretty. You will reap what you sow. Believe me when I tell you. Karma has no expiration date. When you least expect it, baby, it's going to come back in a way you never expected. And you're going to wish it hadn't. That I know. That I know. That dude that killed them three little girls in Atlanta, Texas. Waiting patiently. Waiting patiently. All these officers killing people and, and getting away with it or so they thought. Waiting patiently. All these officers that had tormented people and now you now in jail. Hmm. I don't, I, 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 yay, you know, I can't begin to, to say I feel bad for you because I don't. And then I read an article today. Let me see if I can, if I can get it back. So it was a nursing home in Georgia. There was a hidden camera in the room that nobody knew about. I guess the older gentleman was being, uh, he was being, what's the word? He was being abused in the nursing home. Well, when he took his last breath, the nurse and everybody said that they gave CPR and tried to save him and so on and so forth, right? Well, when the paramedics got there, the nurse was feigning CPR, like she had been doing it the whole time, right? Now, it really just chaps my hide when people in a field that are supposed to help people, nurses, doctors, CNAs, EMTs, paramedics, firefighters, when you have a job and you take an oath to do no harm 
it really, really chaps my hide to watch you do the complete opposite of the oath that you took. So when the paramedics come in, they see this woman up there doing CPR. When the, when the Inquisition comes, we did CPR to the paramedics got there. We tried to save them. We did everything and so on and so forth. This is what she said on the record. This is what she said when she gave her deposition or whatever and all that good, good. Until the tape came out. And then they made her watch the tape. And she's sitting there <laughs> and, and I hear the person say, I think it's the judge says, excuse me, the prosecutor says, now, did you give CPR? Excuse me. She says, well, apparently not. He says, so you lied. Now, I know she wanted to get up and run out that courtroom because I know I was sitting there like, damn, for real? You sat there and said you was doing CPR and you would have got away with it if it wasn't for that footage. You would have got away with it if it wasn't for that footage. Why would you sit there and let somebody die? What is wrong with you? That is someone's loved one, whether you love them or not. That is someone's loved one. Somebody cared about them. And he was a, a veteran. A World War One, I, I believe. World War One or World War Two. I think it was World War One veteran. And you let this man, you didn't even attempt to save his life. How cold blooded could you be? How cold blooded could you be? I'm so disgusted with the way people treat people. I don't even understand what's going on with these people anymore. She sat there and watched this man and you did nothing to try to save him. None of them did. None of them did. And they politely gave her prison, some prison time along with the rest of them. I don't feel an ounce of sympathy for her at all because you could have did something to save this man's life or at least attempt to save his life. And you knew you didn't say, try to save his life. That's why you lied. You and your coworkers lied and said you helped him and you did nothing. Absolutely nothing. You disgust and you're a disgrace to the field. You are a disgrace to the field. I remember my mother was in the hospital and I remember getting off the elevator. I heard my mother screaming and I ran. I wrote about this in the book. I ran to her room as fast as I could. It was Carl Lewis through them hallways. You hear me? And I came in and this lady was trying to force some blood out of my mother's arm. And I was like, leave her alone. And she said, well, the doctor said she needs this blood work. I said, I don't give a damn what the doctor said, but you better leave her alone or you gonna catch a worker's comp case today. And she was just looking at me and saying, you can play with me and see if, see if I'm playing with you. And my mother had tears in her eyes and all I could do, I had rage, rage, like touch her, touch her, I dare you, I, I dare you. 
And from that day forward, I realized when you're not there, your loved ones are at the beck and call of the quote unquote hospital staff, caregivers, nursing home, whoever. So I started coming at all hours of the night, long after honey visiting hours. Let me tell you, I would come in my pajamas. I would come after I'd been out doing whatever I was doing. And I would roll through there just to make sure that she was comfortable. They would look at me. They would be like, oh, there she go. Because they knew I was crazy about my mama. Try me and see if I don't tear this place up about her. So I can't even imagine watching that video of someone unalive of your loved one. She better be glad she was in jail because it would have been mine. She would have wanted me to, to be behind them bars. I promise you she would have wanted to be behind them bars. You sat there and did nothing and then lied and said you did. How do you live with yourself? On that, guys, I'm getting off of this. I'm gonna say goodbye. I'm going to just, ugh, I'm just so disgusted with society right now. I'm so disgusted. I hope you have a marvelous weekend. This weekend, I am going to try to just find my faith back in humans. Because right now, it's definitely shaking. It's definitely shaking. I love you guys. Have an amazing weekend. And I will see you on Monday. Don't forget to like and subscribe so that you'll know when the new videos come up. If this does not apply to you, share it to someone else. Maybe they need it. We got to figure out what's going on with society, guys. I love you. And here's some Ray, some Ray. Ooh. Have a great day, guys.